Welcome to the Rich Coach Club, the podcast that teaches you how to build your dream coaching practice and how to significantly increase your income. If you're a coach and you're determined to start making more money, this show is for you. I'm Master Certified Life Coach Susan Hyatt, and I'm psyched for you to join me on this journey. You're listening to episode 39. Here we go. All right, everybody, today I've got a really big treat for you. I sat down for a casual interview with three of my Clear Coaches Select clients to talk about their experience with the program and success after learning some of my business tips and tricks. And I asked them things like, what was your biggest shift during the program? What's your number one tip for any entrepreneur who's thinking about investing in something for their business? And I also share my own personal shifts that have happened this year within my own business. Because let's face it, it really doesn't matter what level you're at in business. Every level, there's a new devil, I like to say. Every level, there's new barriers to break, a new ceiling to smash through. And that includes me. And I'm very honest about some of my own struggles building this business and some of the mindset shifting that had to happen for me this year to really take Susan Hyatt, Inc. to the next level. But before we get to the interview, it's time for your two-minute pep talk. Here's your two-minute pep talk for the week. This is the part of the show where I share some encouragement and inspiration to get your week started off right. And I try to keep things to 120 seconds or less. Are you playing it safe in your life and in your business? Are you keeping things neutral and bland? Are you diluting your opinions or treading hyper-cautiously to avoid offending anyone? Here's some telltale signs that you're playing it safe. So safe means you're writing generic-sounding articles like five ways to boost your Google ranking, 10 really great date night ideas, but you never share personal stories, difficult lessons that you've learned, or anything with grit, vulnerability, and emotion. You have strong opinions about politics, the Me Too movement, homophobia, transphobia, racism, immigration policies, but you never share your thoughts publicly. You admire heroic women like Rosa Parks and Maxine Waters, but then when you're presented with an opportunity to stand up against a bully, you sit on the sidelines and say nothing. Your podcast is so bland and boring, not even your BFF will listen to it. (laughs) When you meet someone at an event and then follow up the next day via email, they don't remember who you are. When you've booked a photo shoot, you're very careful not to be too sexy or too much. Your inbox is empty. No inquiries from clients, no emails from appreciative fans, crickets, tumbleweeds. The most exciting email you've received all week is a spam message about all-natural herbal Viagra. (laughs) Okay, that's pretty pathetic, right? But here's the telltale signs that you're leading your life and running your business with bravery. So brave examples would be you write about real things you've experienced, rookie mistakes, painful moments, big lessons you've learned. 
You get emails from complete strangers saying, thank you, I'm crying right now. You said the exact words I needed to hear today. You have a strong point of view and you share it publicly at the dinner table, at the podium, on camera, on stage, online. When you see something that's not ethical, not fair, not right, or when you see someone in danger, you swoop in like a superhero. You don't stand passively on the sidelines. You step in and make a scene. And when you meet people at events, you make a strong impression. You get home and you've already got emails in your inbox from people who want to hire you. You have lots of beautiful ideas, podcasts, books, projects, movements, and you are an implementation machine. The time is now. The world can't wait. You feel light, energized, and liberated. You're so busy enjoying your life, you literally don't have time to get bogged down by the occasional one-star review or bitchy blog comment. Your inbox is packed with messages. Clients who want to hire you, fans who are just sobbing over your latest essay, so moved and touched by your words. Journalists want to interview you. Hate mail from hysterical people who are so triggered by how brightly you shine. Quite the contrast, right? So I want to encourage you to do something today to shift your world from safe to brave. Because Lord knows, I just posted on Facebook pictures from my safety days, (laughs) my beige real estate blazers. Maybe we'll put a link to it in the show notes. I've been safe and I've been brave. And you can start with a tweet, an outfit, a photo shoot, a letter to your mayor, or an email to your dream client. Safe is the mud that keeps you stuck. And brave is the rain that washes the road clean, clearing the path to the life that you crave. Be very unsafe today. Now we're moving into the part of the show where I give shout outs to you. Shout outs to listeners, clients, all the wonderful people in my business community. And today, I want to give a shout out to Nancy Howes. So Nancy left the sweetest five-star review on iTunes, and she entitled it, Best Podcast Ever. If you're looking to up your game and be inspired, then look no further. Susan Hyatt's Rich Coach Club is the podcast for you. You need not be a coach to benefit from listening to this fun, upbeat, and uber-helpful podcast. I cannot say enough good things about Susan and her podcast. Listen to an episode and see for yourself. You will not be sorry. Thank you so much, Nancy. That means so much to me. And hey, if you have something to say about this show, send an email to my team or post a five-star iTunes review like Nancy or post something on social media and tag me and you might hear your name on a future episode. I love giving shout-outs to folks in my community, so holla at me. Thank you for the love. I love you right back. Okay, so now it's time for our interview. And I told you I've got a big treat. I've got three coaches lined up, and they're going to dig in and give you some critical advice. So let's dig in and hear their brilliance. So as you guys know, I have been running a program called Clear Coaches for almost 12 years. And over the years, it's had many different iterations. When I was a brand new life coach, other coaches started to hear that I was making money as a life coach and, and, and saying like, hey, how are you doing that? And I was like, wait, you're not? I was kind of over here in this little bubble 
operating my business the way I used to operate my real estate practice, which was very old school stuff. But over the years, I have married old school philosophies with new school strategies. And today what you see is Clear Coach is a digital program, but also a live program called Clear Coaches Select, which all of these beautiful faces are alums of, and they each got something really different out of the program. So I thought it would be cool for everybody to learn from them what it was that they got out of the program and then also what's happening in their businesses. So one thing that I am really proud of, and, and I've been kind of on, um, on a rant about lately, is that women in business have been trained to think that they aren't good at business and have been taught an approach to business that's very much like diet culture, which is a prescription that you follow. And if you just have enough willpower, you can do this crappy plan. And so the way that I have approached business all these years has been about honoring the creative process of the coach and helping the coach tap into their brilliance and then using, yes, strategies that work, but always bringing it back to the, the truth of the entrepreneur. Because what I know for sure is that, and I'm so glad I've steered clear of it, but a lot of the stuff that's being taught really disconnects a business owner from their truth. Mm -hmm. And um, this is definitely a much more feminine approach, I think, to business and a much more creative approach to business, but also a very lucrative approach to business. So I think I want to start with Dr. Aaron because uh, real life, Dr. Aaron's kiddos are going to get off the school bus or be home from school very soon. <laughs> well, they're here. I just have them all trapped upstairs right now. So oh, that is actually real talk. Real talk, the children are trapped upstairs. I used to have this door to my office shut, and it's like a glass, kind of like the door you see behind me. You can see through it. There are glass panels. And Cora Hyatt, who's home right now from school, also would stand there with her Polly Pockets, like, smashed yeah. to where I could see her. And, and it was always like, listen, don't interrupt a call unless someone's bleeding or there's an emergency. And she would be like, but I can't get Polly Pocket's dress on. That's an emergency. <laughs> Mine will, we have a really thick drape because it's a weird shape for a door. And right. you'll just see like random shit fly by because they're trying <laughs> to get my attention. So if you guys see randomness, just know it's my monsters. Awesome. All right. So, so Dr. Aaron, one of the things yes. that I was impressed with you through the process was one of the things I teach that I think each of you have enjoyed is something called a communication plan, which is not just always being on social media, but actually having a plan of how you're going to communicate with your people. And one of the things I loved about you as an ER doctor, and you help doctors avoid burnout or recover from burnout, is that you were like, listen, doctors are not reading their emails. So like having an email strategy as part of my communication plan isn't probably the best strategy, right? It's not going to work for your ideal yes. client, which is why I so love this process because it's what works for your people. So what is it, what do you think was the number one shift for you that came out of the program and what did you decide to do instead of emailing that worked for you? Well, we had first started talking about communication plan and I was like already doing a lot of the things. Mm -hmm. You know, so I am a young physician, so I'm a millennial, so I'm already on social media and I was kind of doing that stuff and I was like, I'm just not like getting to the people. 
I need to get mm -hmm. to the people. And you were like, well, we need to do an email sequence. And I was like, bomb. <laughs> like, I don't want to be any part of that. I already get 200 messages a day from all different directions, from my EMR to personal email to my hospital email to everything. I'm like, I don't want more messages like that. So what I had to figure out was like, how can I really speak to my people so that they know that one, I really am a colleague and I know my shit mm -hmm. and two, that, that they learn my story that, yeah, in fact, I have been burned out and I'm super young and I'm still in medicine. Mm -hmm. And so what I found kind of through that process, podcasting podcasting is what has really connected me to my people. My podcast is called Dr. Me First. It mm -hmm. totally came out of jealousy of your go podcast because I was like, it's just amazing. Like I want to do that. And so I leaned into jealousy. I found the positive in it. And, um, I launched about seven months ago. Mm -hmm. I'm like 60 plus episodes in and about 9,000 downloads. So that's the really cool thing with the emails. Like, you know, the open rate mm -hmm. and that the same thing about podcasting. Like I know who's listening and I know what States they're in and it's been fun. I would say over the last month, I'm starting to get that trickle back of like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm actually talking to you on the phone when they, when we set up a call or when they email me. And so it took a while. So mm -hmm. I would tell all your audience, like, don't get frustrated if you don't find the answer right away. But yeah, it's been the, my most powerful tool has been um, podcasting. I love that you did that too. And, and, and right, like every, t I, I have a lot of clients right now who are considering starting podcasts. And the thing of it is, is finding the way that you want to express what you have to share with your people. And if it's not through, right, an email sequence, maybe it's a podcast. If it's not through a podcast, maybe it's through a YouTube show, but like helping you figure that out and package it up in a way that you, like you said, your people understand that you are in medicine, you know what you're talking about, and you have a solution to this really prominent problem among doctors. So awesome. Well done. Well, I will circle back to you, but I want to go to Jennifer really quickly because Jennifer, one of the things you reported, so it's been like almost a year or quite right at a year since you went through um, Clear Coaches Select and you were saying that, so one of the, or many of the things we put together, like a business plan, a communication plan, a signature program with a sales funnel that um, sells said signature program. And you were like, you know what? I totally changed what my signature program was, and but I have four times my income this month compared to last year because of what? Two things. I'm still working on that signature program that I was playing with uh, one year ago. Right. Yes, Mary and I were uh, in the same cohort, so Mary's laughing, and I was super jealous of Mary who was making all this instant progress, and I was like, well, that'll that's just not going to be me is what I thought, what I told myself at the time. But um, two things happened. And one was there was something I could do more easily and I did it. I launched it and it was great. So mm -hmm. I was making things harder than they needed to be. So I'm ex still excited about the, the big signature program, but I did a really short mini one. I have my coaching business is built off the back of my resume writing business, which I have so much information and content that I could share, but I hadn't been sharing it. So you helped me recognize how I could package that in a program rather than just one-on-one. -on -one. So yeah, I did a quick little job interview coaching program that was really accessible to people. So that was, that was a big piece was doing the easier thing mm 
Right. I have other big dreams that I'm excited to turn into programs, but this was the, it was right at my fingertips. Just to say real quick, I, I love that so much because so many times we think like we were there, we were thinking it has to be really hard because like, isn't this supposed to be hard? So, and I remember the relief in you when you were like, oh, but actually I'm just going to take the easy option and, and it worked. And so I just, you know, I just wanted to jump in and really acknowledge that because it's, it's such an incredible lesson that you're teaching us all. Well, and I think that that's also one of the, the myths taught in this hustle at any cost culture in business is that, it, you know, no pain, no gain, and it has to be hard. And yes, you have to do some work, but often when you're working in your zone of genius, it, it might not feel like the hardest thing. And it might be all right to launch the easier thing and build up to something. But something else that you said, Jennifer, was that even though you picked what you felt to be an easier option to launch, it was something that you worked pretty diligently that helped make those sales. What was it? It was that effing communication plan. <laughs> I was waiting on you to say it. Yep, I'm going to say it. I think, Mary, you might have coined the effing part. Um, the FCP. <laughs> yeah, the FCP. So a big part or, or one of many really juicy, meaty parts of Clear Coaches is about the communication plan. And Susan kept saying every every piece of content you put out is a thousand bucks. And I I was in such resistance about that, which is where the effing part came from. Uh, I wasn't the only one in resistance. And, and back to kind of um, hustle at every cost, my contradiction to that is my body holds me back, or at least that's how I used to see it. I hustled to the point of burnout. Hi, Dr. Aaron. I'm one of your people. I'm not in medicine, but to totally got burned out, totally got chronically ill. And so that's part of my message too, is about self-care as a way to a real success, true success. So for me, I couldn't seem to get that big program out. I did an easy program and I decided to get serious and shift my mindset and start putting out something to my people on a more regular basis. Susan challenged me to do my first Facebook Live and that turned into a thing that I do almost every week. And also I started putting out a newsletter almost every week, <laughs> really, really almost every single week since then. And yeah, my revenues just totally turned around. And I think it's probably more uh, a result of that piece and all of the, I mean, there's more to it. Um, so start your communication plan right now. And Susan has more, much more to, <laughs> to support with that. So that's not the whole thing, but really it was something I could do and I could still honor myself. And I'm still iterating. Like, I think that I'm not sure about email as my best uh, way to connect with my people or my best way to honor my own energy, mm -hmm. but it's something I started with. And then I'll just keep evolving into what feels, what feels right as I try stuff. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I'm showing up seems to just really be turning around my business. I mean, I always answered the phone, but I didn't show up to, to put stuff out there and make sure there was a connection. And that shift has changed my revenues. I have, I started to pretty soon after Clear Coaches, um, my revenues started to double almost every month. And then I've even had a month that was triple what my, my monthly averages were 
uh, a year ago. So it's really, really straightforward. So he, although it's not a plug and play program that everyone should follow no matter what cost, there were pieces of the program that I was able to implement and they just clearly pay off. Thank you. You know, I think that I'm always laughing in the private groups, like, why y'all fight me on this? Um, because it's like, listen, like you, you, <laughs> you have to show up and you have to show up in a consistent way. And often entrepreneurs, and I totally get it. Often entrepreneurs sit down at their desks and they're like, what should I be doing? And the whole reason clear coaches exist is because I started to really document like, okay, what is it in the beginning that I did? And then now all these years later, the new stuff that I do, it's like, okay, how can I teach this to people in a way that's palatable, in a way that's implementable, and in a way that doesn't insult their integrity. And I think that that's um, one of the things I love most about helping entrepreneurs craft a communication plan that's based on their own goals and their own integrity is that there's there's nothing that's going to happen that is you know against your own rules so to speak so because everyone gets to pick how they communicate and of course I give advice like okay no one's gonna buy that um, or you know hey like you can't whistle into a vacuum that you have this thing going on we have to like put it out there in multiple ways but I appreciate that and I'm really excited for you Jennifer because I remember when we had our phone conversation before the program started and you expressed like listen I've just been scared because I've ha I've been so depleted from burnout that I don't want to jump into a program that's going to exacerbate that. So I'm pleased as punch for you, lady. I have to say one thing, Susan, just to jump in. So just this month in the mastermind that I'm running for um, female physician entrepreneurs, we were talking about this exact thing. And like I always theme every month. So this month's theme was showing up and owning it. And so I like took a bite size amount of your um, communication plan and it shared it with them like, okay, and my one point from when I was presenting to them is like, you know how we all are. We all like protocols. We all like checklists to like go down. Yep, 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 yep. Type A personality, got it all done, 100%, you know. And I was like, but that's not what it's about. It's about where do you show up and how can you best do that? And then how can you own your message? Because mm -hmm. a lot of my female physicians who are starting businesses, there's a lot of fear about going out into the world and being your whole self being yeah. your whole doctor self, being your whole woman self, being your whole mother self. And like that vulnerability factor of like how much is too much and how, how much is too little. Mm -hmm. And so I actually kind of like gave them a peek sheet on one of your, I think it was the topics one where you do the mm -hmm. different days and you break down. Right. And I was like, and I told them my experience was like, I tried to do the Susan thing. I tried to do exactly the Susan thing because she obviously has a solution. So I just plug my shit in and we're good. Mm -hmm. And I said, but then I had to modify it. And I'm like, I don't post every single day on every single social media source because it took me some time to lean in and be like, where are my people? What is my message? How can I be most impactful? And, and like you were saying, Jennifer, like that modifies over time and that's totally fine because people shift. Like for instance, I love Instagram. I'm do not like Facebook right now with all Except the pay to play. You like our viewers. Well, I mean that, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, I don't like my personal feed because I don't feel like it shows me what I want to see. 
And so I'm, I'm like modifying and changing my own personal viewing habits. So, you know, your peoples are going to too. So I'm just going to plug in that that's one thing that I've done with clear coaches is I've like internalized your teaching and then kind of like mashed them up in my science brain and then now regurgitating them to other people to be like, uh, no, 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 no. Like don't, don't do that. Try this instead. Well, and that's honestly like the whole purpose of clear coaches is for entrepreneurs to get clear so that they can then shine in the way that they want to shine and teach what they want to teach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, I, it delights me to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah. Because that's the other thing too. Like I've actually had a couple doctors who are like, who's this Susan Hyatt that you keep talking about? I'm like, she's the bomb first of all. And she's in Indiana. So, you know, that's like a square power right there. And I was like, but she's not going to tell you the answers. Right. So that's the one thing is like, no, you've got you've to gotta take this and it's going to take time. I haven't had the financial payoffs, but I've most certainly had the friendship payoffs and the emotional payoffs by being part of the Clear Coaches group. I remember that intro phone call when you were like, we were doing the screening, you know, to make sure that I was fit. And you were like, why do you want to be in this group? And I, and I don't know if you remember my answer, but I wanted to be in this group because I'm like, I am ready to be surrounded by other women who are like, go girl, go. Yeah. And I found it. Well, and that is one thing I am very proud about with all my communities is that I tend to repel assholes (laughs) and attract nice people who want to be supportive and uplifting of other people. So I need that on a (laughs) t-shirt. I repel assholes. Yes, I do. I have a whole t-shirt line waiting to be born. Asshat repellent. Asshat repellent. Clear coaches. So, um, Miss Mary, I love talking about you because you have such a compelling story in terms of, you know, signing up with your, which I didn't know with your rent money, money. let's be clear. Had I known that I would have told her not to, but she signed up with her rent money and it was go time. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about what the biggest shift for you was and what's happening. I think, like, I think one of the biggest shifts for me was that, I, A, it was like the first really big investment that I made. So I'd already been teasing myself with this expensive hobby for like two and a half years or so and getting nowhere. And so when I jumped into Clear Coaches, it really was that first big leap investment. And that alone, like laying down that money and having skin in the game that alone was an absolute game changer because suddenly it was like, I, I now I have to make this money. I put my rent money down and I had 30 days to make it back, you know? And so suddenly, you know, and it's just, that's different to, oh, I've just invested $49 in a digital something or other that's going to tell me something or other that you never read that's clogging up those emails that Dr. Erin hates, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I never did that stuff because it wasn't financially heavy enough for me to show up, but that investment was. So that was the first thing was actually, and as a result of that, like clear coaches and making that investment and the impact that me paying that amount of money had, I tripled my prices instantly Mm -hmm. because like I was like, when women invest in themselves in that way, 
something magical happens in our mindset. You know, we really, we were all talking about owning our, our authentic self and owning our voice, but there is something about making and committing to a financial investment that really shifts. And so that, and so then as a result, you know, I had that magical 30 K in 30 days and people are like, how did you do that? And I was like, well, I went from like giving away my services to actually saying, hell no, I'm really good at this and you helped me see my value. And, you know, the whole clear coaches experience made me realize like I was, I'm a single mom to a special needs child and I homeschool him. I, the month that I joined clear coaches, Flynn came out of school because I now know like he has autism and so he was really struggling in school. He was I'm still only five. He'd only had six months in school and it was just a disaster. And so here I was with this like massive, I have to make this happen, you know? And so I'm a bit like Jennifer. I was like, what's the easy thing to do? It's like, okay, get over yourself, Mary, and charge some decent money for your services. That was my easy thing. You know, so I tripled my prices and I made 15K in five days. What? <laughs> I know. It, it really is. I think that, I think that for many people watching, they're like, wow. But there really is a decision for everybody here on this panel. There's, there was a decision to be made um, at first with the investment, but then once, once you made the investment, like, okay, what, what am I going to do about it now? Mm-hmm. And, and I know for me, there are things that I've like hemmed and hawed about Mary, like you were saying for years. And then when I finally get serious, then it's like, whoa, you know, even with my own business, you know, just deciding I was sort of hemming and hawing myself with, I've always really prided myself because all these years, you know, when I was in real estate combined with this company, you know, 17 years of you know, creating my own paycheck and my own wealth, I have always been like a lean, mean, bootstrapping machine though. Like it's always been me and an assistant. And then, you know, the past couple of years I added a marketing director and had consultants doing things, but I was shying away from adding a big team more and more employees because I had this idea or this pride almost, this idea that like, well, but I'm scrappy. Like I'm a bootstrapper. I don't need all that. Well, let me tell you something. You reach a certain point where yes, you freaking do. Mm-hmm. And I had to, when I made that decision, then everything started to change in terms of how I'm operating my business, like stepping into that new belief that, okay, yes, I do manage employees. Yeah. Like it seems so silly, right? But it's, it was a big shift in my own belief system. And so for any of you watching, and it was a big investment, right? So for any of you watching that are, you know, have thought about whether or not it's my program or somebody else's thinking like, I don't know if I should invest that money. There's a decision to be made. Mm-hmm. Like who is the woman that invests in something like that? And then what does she do with it? Yeah. Because it's like, it, there's nothing sadder than making the investment. And I've certainly done it before making an investment in something and then not following through and feeling like you wasted the money. Yeah. And it was huge for me because now I can actually say like I, when I did clear coaches select, like I said, so I'm a single mom homeschooling my son, I was living on benefits. Mm -hmm. So now when people come to me and they're like, 
I don't have the money to get started. I don't have the money to invest. Like now I can absolutely go, uh, 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 sorry, but I can absolutely say, been there, done that, it is possible because you just refocus. It's like you said, when you make that decision, you know, and for anybody who's watching who is a lean startup and is struggling to think, how can I make that investment? Like once I've made that first payment, I sold stuff like I was just clearing out my closets and getting on it. I was like, I don't need this stuff anymore. My business is more important than all this clutter. And all I got a question books. for everybody. So Mary, you did a payment program, right? Yeah. I did a payment program to pay for clear coaches, even though people see the DR in front of my name. Mm-hmm. Um, like we did, we had to like, same thing. Like it was an investment each month. I remember emailing Larissa and being like, what are the dates when this comes out of my account? <laughs> so I could check it. Cause one of them slipped up on me and the money was there, but I was like, ah! you know, make sure nothing <laughs> happen. Jennifer, did you do payments or did you do the lump sum? I think I did payments. I can't, I honestly don't remember. I'm, I remember the details of the mindset shift very clearly, but yeah, I'm, I'm not positive. I don't know. I'm doing my own case study right now because I think it just shows like we all really wanted it and none of us like up front were like, here, take my money because I got it all just laying over here in this little safe. Mm-hmm. And, and with that process, I, I think it is a testament to our clients because even the physicians that come to me, you know, they're like, oh, I got to talk to my husband about it. Oh, this is. And I think about this too now as my new belief. I'm like, I paid $5,000 whatever dollars for a group program and I'm asking you this for a one-on-one? Like, no, no. Right. You've got to show up to the table. Like, this is worth it. This is worth it. So I guess that's another thing I would say to the audience too is that it's not the ROI. Like it's not the actual doll. Like there's so much more that surrounds any investment, be it's one of our programs, Susan's programs, all the many great coaches out there is you've really got to look at your beliefs going into it Mm -hmm. and have a really good life coach who will call you to the bar, you know, to belly up to the bar and get to talk about it. And I think for me as well, and I didn't, Susan really called me out on this was like, up until that point, like entitlement had been a real big thing for me, like you saying, Erin, you've really got to show up for yourself. Like, because it's not just about, oh, I'm paying this coach this money. What are you going to do for me? You know, it's really this, no, this is about me and I'm going to show up for me. And that's really, that was one of the biggest gifts of working with you, Susan, and, and joining Clear Coaches and then having that accountability of all of my cohort just saying, come on, Mary, you can do this. You don't have to go into those beliefs and those thoughts, you know, and because we, I think so many of us, you know, most of our clients are are, are women, you know, and we all have that belief system that is just, it's like a permanent boot on our head of down treading ourselves, you know, and it takes a lot of courage to rise up and say, actually, no, I'm worth this and I want to do this and I own this for myself. You know, it takes tremendous it takes It takes that. a ton of courage to be a woman in business who is creating her own wealth. Yeah. Um, and, and it's because 
which is why community is so important to me because when when I started I did already have some business experience but there wasn't I keep joking about like you guys we were on MySpace in 2007 they weren't even letting us old people on the Facebook yet and I was just like searching everywhere, which is why I just relied on what I had learned in real estate to, to, to attract clients, which worked. But, um, but there's plenty, you know, of course, there's much more to learn and business online is totally different than it was 12 years ago. But it, it took a lot of courage to say, I'm a, I'm a coach now. Mm -hmm. And the women that I work with, it's not unusual for them to feel they're patronized or not taken seriously or, or confused or overwhelmed about which way to go with it because it is it is different when you're in business for yourself. So I'm wondering, um, in terms of your best tip for someone watching, you know, just to piggyback on what Mary was saying, what all of you have have been contributing, I would say the number one thing I want to encourage women watching this to think about is. What do you need to think and do to become the woman who operates the kind of business that you want to be operating? Mm -hmm. You know, and how, and how is your daily life and behave, thoughts and behaviors, how will they be different, right? So when I'm thinking about this bigger company that I'm running and the impact that I want to have on the world with, with Bear and with my next book and, and all the things I want to do, it definitely, there's a certain level of nonsense that I'm just not available for anymore. <laughs> just when I thought I was done with all nonsense, I can find more that I've been tolerating. Then I'm like, you know what? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really have time for that if I'm going to be over here doing this. And so I wonder when you think about a woman who wants to take a leap in her business, what do you think the number one shift tip would be from you for that? We'll start, Jennifer, we'll start with you. Yeah, I've got, it's very, very clear to me. And it's a combination um, kind of of what you guys have been saying about mindset and the courage it took. For me, the courage was allowing myself to want to make more of an impact. Um, I got sick 10 years ago and that, there was a big pivot. I had been you know, always super capable and high achieving, high producing before. And then I got so sick, I wasn't. And I had decided to make do. I've been making do very, very well. Uh, I haven't been working at the capacity I want to or thought I had to in order to succeed, but I was making do. And so for me, the courage was about daring to let myself want mm -hmm. to show up in a way that's, you know, it's scary to be out there. There's trolls and stuff as, you, you know, and you're such a model for that, for how to manage that, Susan. And, but also to want um, to, to earn more income. I had been kind of coaching myself not to want more, like you've been doing so well, um, you know, coaching from in your pajamas uh, when you're not feeling so good. So I should be happy with that. And so for me, the courage was to let myself dream big again and want more. And then when I could allow that, I could line up and make priority decisions without overwhelming myself. Cause that was part of it too, is like, okay, I want a bunch of stuff. So I was overwhelmed by what to do as, as you mentioned earlier, but when I really dared to want what I want, that stuff got much clearer. Isn't it, isn't that amazing? Like, I love what you just said because so often a, a client will come to me and violently afraid of claim or of 
just saying what what it is that she really wants because the feeling of disappointment that like trying to avoid feeling disappointed or or shamed for having a goal that big is is ingrained in us and it's like no 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 no. like if if it is if it is not letting go of you you're meant for it and so i'm so happy to be part of that for you jennifer thank you yeah but it wasn't it was also watching the other people in the cohort mary you, you were in mine and there were others and and something about the shared so having susan as a model and a leader and then also witnessing the other folks in the cohort managing their own mindsets and coming to their own epiphanies it fueled mine it energized me mm-hmm. and um yeah it, it created this safe space for me to start taking some risks yeah. i had a ton of judgments and i wasn't really aware of how they were holding me back awesome all right what about you dr aaron mine is a tip that i am continuing to teach myself because we are our own best teachers. And that was one quote that um, you hammered into my head and that continues to stick with me is that you can do all the things, but you can't control the time and season. So my husband farms here in Southern Indiana. It's planting season right now. It's been raining like crazy. It's going to be like 40 degrees tonight. And he, he reflects this all the time to me. Like, he's like, prepare your fields. Like, you're doing all the things, Aaron. Sometimes you just have to sit back and wait for the, the rain clouds to part. Mm-hmm. And because I am such a pusher, I experienced burnout really hard in medicine because of that. Because I could grind it out. I could work those 36-hour shifts. I could, you know, <laughs> take a three-and-a-half-week maternity leave and come back to the hospital that's a lesson that I just would impart on everybody. Like you're doing all the things, girl, you're, you're right in the middle of where you need to be and you're aligned and you just have to give it space to grow. And that involves time. And from one very impatient recovering burnout survivor to another, just breathe. (laughs) That's so good. My, I, I, I forgot that your husband was a farmer. No, no wonder you knew it was Blackberry summer mm-hmm. here in Indiana. I'm wearing like my slippers because my toes are cold. And I was complaining before we started this broadcast, but my daughter, I, actually, I have a black thumb, believe it or not. Like I can grow humans and businesses, but I cannot grow <laughs> plants of any kind. And my daughter started gardening last summer and she has a garden started and she, um, she had like tomatoes and something else. She had pumpkins, didn't she? Last year she had pumpkins, which is like ginormous and hundreds of them. It was like a cartoon. It was like, I would look out my bedroom window and it kept getting like more crazy, like Cinderella style. But, um, this year she started inside from seeds mm-hmm. some different things and she would she's so patient and she did such a good job with it but she had like you know the little the little seedlings or whatever in the in the windowsill and every day she would come home from school and she would water them and she would stare at them and 
one day she was like, I don't think these things are growing. And I was like, no, I think they are. I think they are. You just have to wait for them to sprout, which is what I talk about in business all the time. And then two days later, these beautiful green sprouts came up and I was like, this is what I teach in business. Like, don't walk away from the farm. Like, Don't, don't dig up your seeds. Just right. let them be. That's yeah. what I have to tell myself all the time. Let them be. But I just, I say that because I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I want to be in my coaching business. I'm not where I want to be in my financial goals. I took Clear Coaches a year ago. And, you know, I wanted it done like nine months ago. I wanted to be my goals. And so I just, I just give that out there to the world, to everybody who's listening and being like, you are successful. You're exactly where you need to be. And you're saying and you're serving the people who you need to in this moment. So just hold to that. Well, and I think that that's like the number one thing is having a palms up mentality, which is like, I'm here to serve instead of a palms down, which is like, let me take what I can get, which is when I started the broadcast ranting about frat boy marketing techniques, that's all, you know, that's all take, like, let me, let me get as many people as possible so I can take, um, as opposed to like, how can I best serve and ultimately, you know, the reward the monetary reward comes from taking the time to, to plant. Your and seed. also the tip that you gave me. So I was at finish strong as well, which is a great event in Chicago. I'd encourage everybody to do that when I plan to come again, is that you reminded me again to find the pleasure in my life. And I know that's all the, with bears work and it's wonderful, but from October till now, it's still, I still am pulling that quote back for you. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I do think that one, one of the differences in the business approach that I take is, and something that Jennifer said too, is that self-care is part of my business plan mm -hmm. and, um, and that it's instrumental in sustainable business growth as opposed to hit and run. <laughs> well, and that's what helps you weather the storms. It helps you get totally. to the mountaintops. And then also have, when you have that built in, like for me, for instance, that's what's helped me keep a positive attitude through it all is to be like, it's going to be fine because I'm not in that super cortisol high, super stress burned out place. Yeah. You look very healthy and glowy. Thank you. <laughs> so Mary, how about you? Uh, it's really interesting hearing Jennifer and Erin's like um, tips because mine, it, it could be taken the wrong way in some ways, but mine is, I remember you saying to me, you do not have the luxury of thinking that and sitting down and feeling sorry for yourself because for me like my back was against the wall and I really had no choice and I really had to it was I had been the opposite to Jennifer I'm like the biggest big dreamer and I'm like I'm just going to make these vision boards and I'm going to look at these pictures and I'm going to lie down and dream of everything and it's going to turn up. I can feel it. And then you were like, yep, girl, you kind of need to do something, you know? So for me, it was <laughs> right. like, and I was like, but Susan, I can't, my son and this and that. She was like, Mary, I'm not listening to it. You don't have the luxury of that. Look at your situation. And so that for me is like not to say because I do not like I mean I work five hours a week most weeks like 10 is a lot like I've times seven my income in the last year 
on five hours a week, you know? So right. I'm like, not, we're not talking about, she's not working like 50 hours a no, week. It's like, I do five hours a week. I have three client calls, like, cause my prices are priced that now I just have four clients in one go. And so I, I work those five hours. I'm not advocating pushing and working yourself to the bone, but there comes a point where you've got to say, how many excuses am I tolerating, you know? And to stop the dreaming and to start taking action. And I think that's one of the beautiful things that you do with clear coaches is that you weave in this incredible ability to actually start to think about income generating activities in a really soulful, unpanic inducing way, you know, so that you just start to weave it in. It's like Jennifer said before, you know, every, Facebook posts that you don't make is a thousand pounds on the table. You know, you just have this ability to help us see oh, what's the most important income generating thing I can do from where I am, you know, that doesn't have to involve loads of stress and loads of effort and just doing those little things and then watching your excuses, you know, and, and balancing that self-care and that dreaming with that action taking and, that shit talking to yourself all the time. I'm serious. Like I, I, um, I do say that to myself too, Mary. Like <laughs> when I notice that I'm thinking something crummy and yeah. let me tell everybody something I posted on social media, how thoughtful the silver Fox was that he gave me a red velvet cake on Friday in preparation for Mother's Day, it's my favorite, red velvet cake with a buttercream frosting. And he wrote this beautiful message on the cover of the box. That cake screwed me up for two days. Mary got a bomb bomb video from me and she was like, are you okay? You look exhausted. And I'm like, I literally am hungover from cake. The older I get, <laughs> you guys, the older I get, I cannot drink. And, and I'm not like anti any food group or anything. You guys know that. But I have to really make some hard choices. And I had a couple of beautiful pieces of this delicious red velvet cake. And it screwed up my mood. And it screwed up. I noticed myself thinking like mind crack. Like I was in the gutter in my mind. And I, was, and I said that to myself this morning, Mary. I'm like, you do not have the luxury to give in to cake hangover. Like you have shit to do. Let's go. Be yeah. kind to yourself. So if any of you watching this notice that you like to story fondle, meaning you like to ruminate on things that make you feel bad, that is going to be one of the biggest things taking money out of your bank account and helping you leave money on the table instead of energizing yourself with thoughts that are mind fuel, that are positive, that are like help you show up and help other people. Jennifer, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? And it's Wednesdays, right? Good Med Wed. Um, it is Good Medicine Wednesday. I often do a Facebook Live mm -hmm. uh, for how to bring good medicine into the middle of our work week. So everything we're talking about, how, how to bring self-care even into the middle of a focused work week. Uh, and then I just, I'm having technical difficulties today because I'm migrating my website from my old rainmakerresume.com. It'll work again tomorrow, I hope. Um, but I'm changing it to jennifershryock.com. I'll spell it. J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-S-H-R-Y-O-C-K.com. I've been mispronouncing your last name. 
I mean, most people do, but I don't think you did. I'm not even going to tell you how I used to say your name. <laughs> yeah, I, heard it all. I answer to all of it. <laughs> all right, Dr. Aaron, where can they find you in your podcast? Sure. Well, you can hang out with me at Truth Prescriptions. That's where I do all things Dr. Wiseman. Um, you can find the, the podcast on there. You can also um, get on iTunes. It's called Dr. Me First. Because really, as physicians, we have got to start taking care of ourselves so then we can pour out into other people. I love hanging out on Instagram, so TruthRXS, Truth Prescriptions, the shortened version. So come find me on Instagram and hang out with me there and check out the podcast. Really, I think any woman could listen to it and appreciate it because, yeah, we do talk medical, but I think that it's just so much just everything that everyone's struggling with. So my podcast specifically is all about authentic conversations between female physicians. So I'm talking with other female docs and hearing the amazing things they're doing. And then afterwards, you get a kick of encouragement from me. I keep it short and to the point because ain't nobody got time for anything longer than that. Well, and also people could recommend your podcast to their physician because who doesn't have a physician that needs some extra love and... Exactly. And you know what I'm finding is our APPs, our advanced practice providers, our PAs, our nurse practitioners, our nurses, pharmacists, they are more willing to come talk to me than my physician colleagues. So if there's anybody in healthcare, um, send them my way because truly we are fighting a cultural change in medicine. And, and I'm starting to see whiffs of it where it's like old school kind of versus this new wave of like, hey, we're just not going to go like this anymore. We're not going to drive ourselves to the bone. We're not all going to be chronically ill and then be hiding it under the white coat. It's time. It's time for us to be healthy. And I think in turn, that is what is going to heal healthcare in America is really the leadership change needs to be from what it is. So I could go on and on and I would love to talk to anybody about this. If you want my newsletter, I call it Sunday Sunshine and it's so it kicks your week off great before you jump into a busy work week and you can sign up for that and on my hey, website. I could give out these mugs for yeah. Sunday Sunshine. <laughs> Sunday Sunshine. Because I named it that because Monday, I had Monday dreads like bad. And I've talked about this before I where I would sit in the doctor's parking lot and just ball before I could get out of my car. And I, I want to be that ray of sunshine for women who are feeling that now so that they can walk into their work week and know I'm not alone and this can change because it definitely nice. can. And then last but certainly not least, Mary, where can people find you? Firstly, Susan, I think you just discounted me being able to send this webinar to my mum by doing a close-up of your mum. I just... Oh. <laughs> it's just a um, word. Um, you can... I'm mostly at the moment um, <laughs> hanging out on Facebook and I'm doing um, a whole month of Facebook Lives on how to make more money this May. So there's loads of stuff happening on my Facebook page, which is the Mary Houston um, and my website is maryhouston.me. And um, I'm always talking about, it's been beautiful to hear Jennifer and Erin talk about self-care. But for me, the, like the ultimate act in self-care and self-love for me is healing your money story. Because mm -hmm. I think when you can make peace and get in right relationship with money, then so much in your life can unfold. So I'm all a big about self-care from a financial happiness point of view, and that's what you'll hear me jamming a lot about. And, um, yeah, come and play. 
Nice. Well, I want to thank you all for being here. If those of you watching have questions about Clear Coaches Select, we start in a week. Um, I'm sure the lovely Larissa has already, thank you, has already put the link in the comments, but we are going to set the world on fire with female-owned businesses and programs. That is my mission to end wage gap, not thigh gap. So I hope everybody has a beautiful rest of their Monday. Thank you panel for being here. And um, you guys look these amazing women up. All right. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you picked up some nuggets of wisdom from our business convo. Three things that stood out for me was that all of these coaches had to make a decision to go all in. I was so warm to hear that putting yourself in community was a big takeaway for them. Surrounding yourself with people who are actually in the arena, doing big things, cheering each other on. And also, they learned how to get consistent with their messaging. So I want to encourage you to think about how you can go all in in your business, how you can surround yourself with the right kind of community, and how you can get consistent with your own messaging and your own business efforts. And hey, if that includes joining Clear Coaches Select, I would be honored. The details are in the show notes. When this show drops, we're actually starting class today, so it's not too late. But if it's not with me, let it be with somebody who you think can help you go all in. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Susan Hyatt's Rich Coach Club. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to shyatt.com forward slash rich, where you'll find a free worksheet with audio called three things you can do right now to get more clients. You can download the worksheet and the audio, print it out. There's a fun checklist for you to check off. Just three things to do. Check, check, checkity check. This worksheet makes finding clients feel so much simpler and not so scary. So head to shyatt.com forward slash rich to get that worksheet. Over there, you're also going to find a free Facebook group you can join, especially for coaches. Bring your coaching practice and your income to the next level at shyatt.com. That's S-H-Y-A-T-T dot com. See you next week.